This week on The Swear Wolves, we recap our trip to Cincinnati for Horror Hound Weekend and discuss Child's Play 2. to the swear wolves i'm brett i'm david david how are you i'm good how are you i'm doing well we actually went to horror hound shit yeah a couple we weekends did. ago and uh met some people from the thing yeah one of our favorite movies of all time probably our favorite horror movie it's, i would say it's at mine. this point like it's up there yeah it's up there for us um but definitely a favorite of ours. And we have the one sheet that we've gotten signed by John Carpenter and Keith David. And now most of the rest of the surviving cast Yep. Uh, because we met them at Horror Hound. So that was good times. And we didn't include an update last week. Shame on us. On our time there at Horror Hound. So while we were there, we recorded, like we always do, a small, short but it ends up being long <laughs> recap <laughs> recap yeah. of the events. So why don't we flash back to that? Yeah. And, and listen and, to the short or possibly long recap <laughs> right now. All right. We're at horror hound in Cincinnati. I'm here with David. That's true. Hi. <laughs> we're in a, we are in our hotel room and in between makeout sessions we decided we should record a recap mm. Mm. that's so hot it is very <laughs> um no so we got into cincinnati both of us got into cincinnati yesterday uh yesterday was friday and uh good flights i think right yeah, uneventful which is the best kind of flying yeah uh, but we got in here in the early evening and went to the first day of horror hound which was quite nice yeah yeah, low no, key, no complaints. Not short, a lot of lines. Pretty short lines, other than uh, oh, the fuck. Can I just tell you <laughs> one, guys something? one long line? <laughs> can I tell you guys what pisses me off the most in Is the it, world? Can I get a beat? Can I get a beat? <laughs> no. Okay, so David and I came to Horror Hound primarily because we have thing original thing posters. Okay, we had them already signed by Keith David, who is here, and um, John Carpenter, and John Carpenter, and so we read. And found out that um, a majority of the remaining living cast, with the exception of T.K. Carter and Kurt Russell, were going to be at Horror Hound. So it's like, fuck yeah. Jackpot. So yeah, we got tickets. We got VIP passes. We did this a while ago. We were all Back in June. Yeah, it was a while ago. And um, unfortunately, Richard Masser, who plays... Clark. Clark in The Thing had to cancel last minute because he came down with covid so hopefully he is okay yeah um, we found out about it while like 
I, you were in the air, I think, yeah. or you had just landed in Chicago, and I was at the airport in Phoenix, and I saw it come through, and I was like, fuck. Yeah, so unfortunately, he had to cancel. Okay, whatever. And then earlier in the week, um, Joe, Joe Polis had canceled. And Joe Polis plays... Um, Fuchs. Fuchs. Who we'd met before, and I had him on a, a couple things, but I didn't have him on this poster. Richard yeah. Master I needed on like three different things. Yeah. So he was one of the people I was most excited to, to get. Yeah. So um, anyway, he had to cancel because of family emergency and, and hopefully everything's okay. All right. I get that. So now we're down to three guys. We got uh, David Clennon. Clennon, who plays Palmer. We got Thomas Waits, who plays Windows. Windows. And we got Peter Maloney, who plays Bennings. Bennings. Yeah. Okay, so those three guys are still going to be here. Great. Get them. And they also added Tony Caesar. Yeah, who did... he, was the stunt, he was one of the stunt guys, but his, his big stunt was he did the fire walk scene in the thing. Yeah, not, we, Im, not important no, to me. Yeah, and we were like, I'm not going to bother getting I mean, that's nice, but I'm not getting him on my poster. No. Saving the money. So, all right, so we'll get these three guys. All right, so we're in line for uh, David Clinton. Clinton. Palmer. Palmer. And there is a guy who is in front of us, and he goes up there. It's three guys, and they have 21 things. It's 25, I think. 20. Whatever it was, it was it was ridiculous. 25 things for him to fucking sign because they are like probably consignment consignment guys, guys. or something like and, that. And 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 we've used consignment before on things, but my impression always was for consignment that they arrange it with the people yeah and you do that shit privately and they go oh yeah come to our hotel room and yep. just sign and some that's stuff how, that's and how most it. of the pros do it but these guys are like fuck this we're just gonna go with our little fucking red wagon little cart full of shit around uh fucking what do they go radio fly we're gonna take my radio <laughs> flyer to the fucking convention and yeah, cart around it. these posters and have them sign a bunch of shit and, of course, they got specific things that they want him to write and specific places on each poster. And, you know, God bless uh, fucking uh, Palmer. Yeah, David Clinton was super nice about it and very cool. And he was like, and he's kind of chatty anyway. Yes. Really nice guy. But it took fucking forever. So, like, while he was signing all this shit, we are just like, fuck this. Let's get the other guys. Yeah. And we can come back to David Clinton, which actually proved to be a good strategy because that line had barely even gotten longer. Yep. It had barely gotten longer, but it also hadn't moved because those guys were still there. They were just finishing up. Well, then David Clinton, who, like I said, bless his heart, very verbose, and he wants to talk to people, and he talks to them, and he talks to them. And then right when you think that he can't talk anymore, he keeps talking to them. <laughs> and some guy had another one sheet from a different movie that this dude was in. And he starts talking to him about that. And then he's like, I, I, don't, I don't even want, I don't even know what else, but it was like 15 fucking minutes. It was a long time. And, and like, it was funny too, because while we were waiting, because at this point, I think we were like next, or maybe there's yes. one other person. But there was a woman that was in the line with us. It was like a few people back. And I kept looking back at her because she was making the best faces. Uh Like just rolling her eyes and just being like, oh, my God. Yeah. She was like Tony Stark in that gif. Yes, yes. yes, (laughs) Just has her arms crossed and rolling her eyes. And it wasn't all – I mean, David Clinton was very chatty and very accommodating and nice. But also the guy kept – Asking questions and stuff. And here's and kept the talking. Thing. It's like, hey, come on, man. you got to be mindful of the line. Be mindful of the line. Be respectful of people's time. Get your shit signed. Like, those, that's the rhyme right there. <laughs> be mindful of time. Get your shit signed. And respect people's time. And um, 
that's our philosophy. Well, we get up there and David goes. Oh, yeah. I turned to the same woman and this is kind of the group that was behind us. I was like, hey, I'm really sorry, guys. Um, I'm going to be as fast as I can, but I got to tell you right now, I've got 50 different things from this guy that needed to get signed. And people were like, oh, yeah, I was you like, can see the I'm life just, just I was like, no, I'm, I'm just fucking with you. I got, I got one thing. Yeah. And I promise I'll be fast. Yes. <laughs> so we were relatively quick. And, yeah, we uh, talked to him for just a couple minutes. And he, he had asked us a couple questions, and we were kind of like, oh, yeah, when we answered his questions and stuff, but like we tried to be respectful and move along. So we yes. got through him pretty quick. Yes. So. Got him done, and uh, just skipping ahead really quick about the thing, guys. Today uh, is Saturday, and we had a group photo op with uh, all of them, uh, including including the stunt guy, Tony yeah. Caesar, and Keith David. Yeah, and so that photo turned out really well, and uh, we'll post that up on our social media uh, if we already haven't, and um, you you can see that. But uh, all around, I gotta say, good group of guys. Oh, also today, before our photo op, we went to their panel. Yeah, and listen to them talk, and uh, it started out pretty slow, and it started out slow only because like the first few questions were all directed just to Keith, Keith David. David. Like, I had a question for Keith, and it's like, come on, man, there's like four other guys on this panel. Yeah, of or course, three or something. Of course, we don't have any questions to ask, but <laughs> well, my thing is also like I feel like a lot of the types of questions that get asked are the questions that come up all the time. It's like these are all things yeah. that I either already know or it's like I don't need to. And we got a whole podcast where I can hear myself talk if I want to. That is true. <laughs> and there, the question that came up like first was, all right, at the end of the thing, which one of you is the thing? Oh, yeah. I've never, no, you've probably never been asked this ever. Yeah. Well, and Keith David's like, I don't fucking know. It's <laughs> yeah, a fucking yeah, movie. He was nice about it. He's like, who knows, dude? It's your imagination, whatever. Yeah. He's like, it's fucking cold. Yeah. And they were asking him like, oh, well, if you guys had to fight it out at the end, who would win the fight? And he was like. We wouldn't fight because it was fucking cold as balls. <laughs> we would have frozen to death. No one was in shape to fight. But they started to warm up, and I'll tell you who became the star of that was Peter Maloney. Yeah, who played Bennings, who we had met the night before. Yes. Really, really nice. Really nice. Very funny. Oh, God. Quick he looked at our posters. He was like, oh, you had John sign this. How much did How you much pay did him for that? You? And then, like, somebody else had come up, and he's like, oh, you got the action figure from the movie. How much did that cost? And they told me, he's like, tell you what, I'll make you a deal. <laughs> You give me a hundred bucks or whatever right now, whenever they come out with my figure, I'll send it to you. And he was like, I'm just messing with you. Yeah. But he ended up being the uh, low-key star of the, um, of the of the panel. The panel. Yeah, he had some funny stories about alternate things that they had shot or they had storyboarded involving his death that yep. just never happened. Yeah. And why he felt John Carpenter was such a good director that, and that he made the right choices of like, we can't do this because it breaks the rules. Of, that we've set to create paranoia. We can't do this uh, kill or this death because it breaks the rule of the thing hiding in plain sight. Mm-hmm. Like he wouldn't just kill you in the shadows and he wouldn't wear a mask. There yep. was like one that like he was wearing a ski mask or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. So it was cool. Very good. He had some good Wilford Brimley stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There was there was some really good stories. So, uh, and Thomas was, Waits was very funny. Yeah, they were all They're really all good. Were, Actually, all even good. even Tony Cersei, uh, Cersei, Tony um, Caesar, Caesar uh, had a couple of good stories. Yeah, about. Clinton, and yeah, it started out like you said with a lot of Keith David, uh, and he was really good too. He was trying to be kind of deferential and like give the other guys some spotlight time. Yeah. So I like that he kept kind of steering questions towards the other guys. Definitely, but he was funny too. Definitely. So, um, other than that, so I'll go back. So, on Friday, we went around to more, like, autographs. Um, James Jude Courtney. We had met him before, too. 
Yeah, a few years ago, back when Halloween 2018 the first one. came out, I met him and he signed uh, my action figure. Yeah, and then what did I get him on? I, I don't know if you got him. I think it was just me. No, I got him on, oh, I got him on an 8x10. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, but this time I had him sign my um, Halloween mask that I've got signed by, I think yeah, I'm up to like eight or so people now that yeah. have played Myers. I think it's eight. So he signed that, and then he signed my uh, Halloween 2018 poster that I've also got signed by uh, John Carpenter and Nick Castle. Nick Castle. So that was cool. He was really nice. Uh, and then we went over and I brought my pinball, uh, my Walking Dead pinball translate uh, that goes in the back box of the game. Because uh, there were some people from The Walking Dead uh, that I, that we had not met before. So we went and got them. So we talked to uh, Chandler Riggs, who played Carl. That was probably one of the shorter conversations of the night. He wasn't super chatty. He was no, nice. He had he no nice. mind because he just got back to his table. So we just kind of like... Snuck in there. Snuck in there. And yeah, he was just like, cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Yeah, he was nice. Yeah, yeah. and it was like, and it was kind of similar with uh, Michael James Shaw, who plays Mercer on the show. He was nice. Uh, he had a couple questions because he was like, "What is this? I've never seen this before." And I told him what it was, and he's like, "Oh, that's really cool. I didn't know there was a pinball machine or something like that." Yeah, dude's huge. He's, he's gigantic. Jacked. He was sitting, and he was still taller than both of us. I think <laughs> like, that guy's he's a big dude. Yeah, uh, James Drew Courtney is also really tall. Yeah, huge. Oh, if you hear weird noises, uh, I think they're vacuuming <laughs> next door or something like that. Got to really clean this place up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we talked to I'm going to butcher his name, but I think it's like Okia uh, M A Aquari. Um, he plays Elijah on the show. Yeah, Elijah is like one of Maggie's uh, crew, and he wears a mask most of the time. Really cool guy, though. Yeah, he was super nice. He asked me about my hat because I was wearing an Outpost 31 hat from the thing. He's like, "What is that? I've He's seen like- that logo a few times." And I guess somebody had given him wrong information about it, what it was. What did he say? I don't remember exactly, but we were like, oh, it's from The Thing. And he's like, oh. Oh, of course. Duh. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I was like, have you seen that movie before? And he's like, yeah, but it had been a while. Yeah, and he's like, and after you, it's been like five years since you've seen a movie, it's like you've never seen it. Yeah, which I don't disagree with him. And it's been like five weeks since I've seen The Thing. And I still, <laughs> David still and I were talking about yeah. it. And I was like, what happens to this character? But I just watched the movie. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and then we went over and we talked to Cassidy McClincy, uh, who plays Lydia on the show. And she's Alpha's daughter. daughter. Yeah. Now, probably the nicest. Dude, I was going to say, she may have dethroned, I don't know. Scout Taylor Compton? Yeah. As the nicest person we've ever talked to at yeah. a show. She's definitely on the list she's now. Up, she's on the short list of nice people. Well, there's a long list But I mean, of nice she people, could not have been nicer. Like, she was super engaging. Like, asked us lots of things. It was, like, very conversational. I will say, she was very touchy, <laughs> which... Uh, I didn't personally mind. I know some people probably don't get, get uncomfortable with touching. I'm, I'm a hugger and stuff. She was very huggy and touchy and yeah. just very, just fun. She yeah. was really nice. No, she was nice. And she um, she even like laughed at herself because uh, she was signing David's Translate. And I, she goes, wow, you see some really unique posters out here. And I go, oh, do you know what this is? And she looked at it and she goes, The Walking Dead. And I was like... <laughs> Well yes. well, yes, yes it is. And she's like, well, no. Oh, then she like felt like an idiot. And she was like, no, actually, I don't. And I was like, it's from it's a, a pinball, pinball machine. machine. And she had a similar reaction to the other guy, too. She's like, oh, there's a pinball machine? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, but she was super nice. Uh, I think that was pretty much it for everybody uh, yesterday, that, that right? you met. And then I met uh, two wrestlers. Yeah. Now, I've been into wrestling a lot. And I was telling David, and I even told these guys, I kind of marked out a little bit on, on these guys. Uh, that is to say, I kind of went all fanboy on them. Um, <laughs> back in the 80s, when I was a kid, like it was all about Hulk Hogan. 
and Randy Macho Man Savage and the Ultimate Warrior and, and, and Roddy Piper and all sorts of shit. And I really, like, when I was a little kid, David, I was going to be a professional wrestler. <laughs> you were all about it. I was going to be Brett the Bulldog Anderson or Did whatever. Did you turn your, like, bed into, like, a ring and you'd, like, do, like, oh drop kicks and shit? No, not so much that. Like, mo- mostly in the yard. Yeah, a lot of flexing I... in front of mirrors and what have you. Yeah, a lot of lifting, yeah. lifting weights. <laughs> But no, um, but I wanted to be a professional wrestler. That was like my goal in life. Um, but when I turned like a teenager, like I think still when I was twelve. But then when I turned thirteen, it was like oh, this isn't. You cool started to get more a little more realistic. You're like I'm probably it's probably not going to pan out for me. As and a, then it as was a like wrestler. And then it was like, hey, look, there's girls. Girls exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of more important to me. Like <laughs> instead of watching professional wrestling, and I don't want to get made fun of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So it kind of fell out of favor. However, when I then didn't care what people thought about me anymore, I was like, well, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. And one of the reasons why I got back into professional wrestling was because I was talking to my cousin and my cousin was like, hey, there's this, there's new shit going on in wrestling. You should watch it. And I started watching it. And these two guys came over. uh, They quit WWF and they went over to WCW, the rival company. They defected. And... They went over there, and they started this group called the NWO. And those two guys were Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. And that shit was big, because like, I'm not a wrestling guy, but even I've heard of that. I'm, the NWO, I'm with yeah. NWO. Well, Scott Hall passed away recently, unfortunately. But um, Kevin Nash, is, he, he was here, and uh, he's done stuff. He was in movies like uh, Magic Mike. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Yeah, he was Super Shredder. Uh, all sorts of things, but and then Sean Waltman was friends with them, and he was uh, his character is X Pac or Six or the One Two Three Kid back in the day, but he was part of Degeneration X, which was the guys who would always do the crotch chop and say "suck it." Yep, which I, I'm sure you saw. I that remember. Too. I remember that very well. <laughs> yeah. So those guys, amongst others, single-handedly, I believe, changed wrestling in the 90s and brought us into what they call the Attitude Era, and that's when I came to like wrestling again. And kind of fell back in love with it, uh, so to speak. So it like kind of meant a lot to me, and I didn't realize like how stupid and like how nervous and how like I guess emotional I would get. But I was talking to them individually about this, and I was like, I'm gonna sound like a really big idiot, but I gotta tell you guys this. And I told them, and they were like, Oh, that's awesome to hear. Not a, they couldn't have been nicer, but yeah, I was low key eavesdropping, and I didn't. Detect no. any nervousness or anything. No. Like I didn't think it was awkward. And then I got You were picked. like, oh, oh Mr. Oh, Nash. Oh, Mr. Nash, will you uh, powerbomb me? <laughs> oh, will you shred me? <laughs> oh. Um, but yes, anyway, so I got my picture taken with them and they were really cool and uh, uh, the, it was a pleasure to meet them. But um, that's who we met pretty much as yeah. far as celebrities. But today. Today was a lot of fun, man. Today was a lot of fun because we went over there early. And uh, kind of just walked around. Yeah, today wasn't really about getting autographs. It was more just about hanging out and yeah. And we went going to, to some panels. We went to a couple of panels. We got the tail end of this filmmakers panel, which was actually kind of interesting, uh, with the exception of it was a little pretentious at times, uh, but whatever. But anyway, whatever. And then the weird science panel happened because uh, four people from the cast of Weird Science were here: Anthony Michael Hall, Elin Mitchell Smith, Suzanne Snyder. And Robert, Robert Russler. Russler. And we had met Robert Russler, uh, for anybody who listens to our podcast, we had met him back in 
uh, July. Yeah, for Mad Monster. Mad Monster in Phoenix. In that episode, yeah, we shared a fart story that'll come back later. <laughs> it will. <laughs> but uh, we had told him that we were going to go to Ohio, uh, Cincinnati, and, and possibly meet the Killer Clowns from Outer Space cast. And he told us a story about Grant Kramer. Yeah, driving with George Clooney. And there was a fart story. You can go check that episode out. Anyway, <laughs> so we were watching the panel, and it was a really good panel. Rustler is h- hilarious. Fucking hilarious. Dude, one of the highlights, at least to me, was he, at one point, took his phone out, and he called, uh, what's his name? Robert, Ver- uh, we called Vernon Wells. Vernon Wells, yeah. And, and, he- and like got him on the phone and held the phone up to the microphone and answered a couple questions about the finale of Weird Science. And then something came up, and they were talking about Robert Downey Jr., who was also in that movie, and he's like, dude, let me get Robert on the phone. So he calls Robert Downey and Jr. And Anthony Michael Hall and Robert Downey Jr. are also friends. Yeah. And he was like, oh, he'll answer. He'll answer. He'll pick up. And so he's calling him. And he held, like, we were in the front row. So he's holding his phone out. We can see it clearly says Robert Downey Jr., Robert, whatever. Uh-huh. It was him on his phone. And it just rings and rings. And it goes to fucking voicemail. And then it does the thing where it goes to voicemail. It doesn't say, hi, you've reached Robert. Leave yeah, a message. it goes, it you goes, have reached the blah, blah, blah voicemail of blah. Blah, yeah, five, 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 six. And the whole crowd's like, holy shit, we're all getting Robert Downey Jr.'s phone number. And it got about two-thirds of the way through the number, and like Rushler was like, oh shit. And like, pulls his phone away from the microphone. And then... Uh, and then he left a message. And then he holds the phone up, and like he's like, hey, it's Rustler. Um, you're probably you're gonna, gonna want to change your phone number soon because um, you're probably going to get about 700 yeah, phone I'll, calls from I'll the expl- Cincinnati I'll, exp- I'll explain later. Call me. <laughs> bye bye <laughs> i'll talk to you later yeah so that was that was, that was kind of funny but uh yeah and anthony michael hall was good and then even suzanne snyder uh got judy aronson on who had, we had already met yeah, as well got her on the phone got her on the phone and she said hi to everybody and then elon uh mitchell smith uh was really cool as well so it was just a good panel yeah, all that around that panel was really funny uh-huh and then and then after that was the thing panel but later on david and i were walking through and i was getting some um some video for the YouTube channel. Yeah. Some like what they call B-roll, David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, in the, in the industry. Yeah. yeah I'm in the biz now. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were walking by Rustler and uh, he had one guy there. And so I was, and he was just finishing up signing something. So I think I said, let's go over and talk to him real quick. Yeah. So I went over there and kind of reintroduced myself. I was like, hey, look, we met you back in July in Phoenix. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he didn't remember us. Well, I think when we were like, you told us a story about uh, Grant Kramer farting. It, it with, kind of like, yeah, triggered like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he goes, I go, so we told you we were going to be here. And you were like, ask Grant about that. And he goes, ah. And he, the light bulb went off in his head, and he stood up and he goes, Kramer, get, get over, over here. here when you get a chance. And Grant Kramer came right over, and he goes, so I told these gentlemen about a time when you, me, and Clooney were driving. And, and he he's goes, like, oh, yes, yes, I remember that trip quite well. He's like, well, do you remember just farting like crazy? Oh, he's like, absolutely, I remember. I, I had a really bad gas that whole trip. And he's like, I can't just hold it. It was going to hurt. I had to let it out. Yeah. So that was quite funny. So we talked to them for a little bit. And, Dude, we were uh, talking about different kinds of farts and sat, like it just had a whole fart conversation. David, David was really uh, curious as to what uh, kind of farts. What kind of farts this guy had? <laughs> and he told me it was a very uh, it was very cool. So um, and then he told us he goes, "That's not a story I tell everybody." So we felt kind of privileged, <laughs> very special to uh, hear that one. But uh, yeah, so that was cool. And then. Um, and we just kind of putzed around again a little bit and got some food. I think that was pretty much it. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to talk about this. 
Oh, we went I got down something and, too. Oh, we probably got the same thing. The kid? We, yeah, we yeah, went yeah, down yeah. and got lunch. And it was kind of cafeteria style. They had a bunch of different vendors. Really good food, by Fucking the way. Fucking delicious mac and cheese with bourbon chicken on it. Yeah. Mm. And um, so we sat down at a table. Like I said, it's like cafeteria style. And um, and all the tables were kind of taken. Like we found a table, so it was just us. Pretty much every table had people at it. Yeah, and this family comes up, this mom and this dad, and their 11-year-old, we found out he was 11, but their 11-year-old son. And they sit down at the table with us. And the mom sees, I had a Jaws action figure. And she sees it, and she's like, oh, look. Like she said something to her kid. And I kind of overheard it, but I wasn't trying to eavesdrop. And then... Um, then I started hearing them talk, and she goes, what's your favorite Steven Spielberg movie? And she was asking him these questions, right? And he's like, well, it's probably... I forget what he said. I think he said Jaws or Jurassic Park. Oh, he said Jurassic Park, actually. And then I held up my figure, and I was like, ahum, ahum, ahum. Kind of like... Yeah, and he was like, oh, Jaws is also awesome. Maybe Jaws. Yeah, and he's like, but Jaws was his first film. And she's like, oh, it was his first film. And she goes, is that right, guys? And she like turns to us, and David and I were like, well, technically... Technically, it was dual, but... But first theatrical release. Yeah, this counts. If you listen to Swearwolves episode... Two hundred. We covered Jaws in its entirety. <laughs> we no, did not do that. We didn't say that. But come but, to find out, this kid like knows a shit this ton kid's about a horror fucking movies. Guru. This yes. kid should have a podcast. Yes. Like one of us should be fired. Probably you. <laughs> this is not this, the mom's like, like, what's your favorite Hitchcock film? Yeah. What's your least well, favorite? Like, and he said and he picked fucking Vertigo. He picked Vertigo. I think he might have said Psycho. And then she's like, what's your least favorite? And he's like, and I was, I said to David, I go the Birds. And then. Because The Birds is my least favorite. Yeah, and he was like, ah, probably The Birds. I and think I it's like, overrated. And we're like, huh. And she's like, what's your least favorite Spielberg film? He's like, ah, probably Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And we're like, huh. And she's like, what's your favorite uh, Stephen King adaptation? He's like, oh, probably Misery. Which I was like, okay, well, maybe The Shining. Yeah. Uh, but this kid was fucking spot on and insightful on all sorts of things. And then he was like ranking the Friday the 13th films and ranking like the Nightmare on Elm Street. And he knew stuff about all the Friday the 13th And he was 13th. right on, like, right what? on with us. Yeah. Like, and I said, I think I have a new best friend. Dude, I was like, hey, I don't have kids, but if, if there's any adoption options here, like, you're in, kid. But yeah. yeah, that was a blast. That kid was fucking smart. Yeah. And then we t- like when he was getting ready to leave, he was really sweet, and he introduced himself. Yeah, he's like, my name, and he said his name. And yeah, so we're we- like, oh, nice to meet you, and we introduced ourselves. And, he- and, I, and I said, well, we actually have a podcast. Um, and the dad was like, oh, what's your po-? I go, we we, uh, we talk about horror yeah, movies. Yeah, we like, really enjoyed this conversation because we kind of do this. This is and, our thing. And, uh, and, and I saw the kid was like, oh, you do? And the dad was like, what's the name of your podcast? And I go, well, our name of our podcast is The Swearwolves. But it's not really... Like, I wouldn't recommend it yeah, 11-year-old. Your son's this. probably not our target demographic. And then when he's walking away, you're like, kid, look us up in like seven years. Yeah, I go, seven years. Listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, but for now, like, stick with watching all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. So that was pretty awesome. And I think we convinced his mom uh, to let him see the new uh, Scream movie. So that's yes. cool. So at least consider it. You're welcome, kid. Yes. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Yeah. So um, he was he was one of the highlights of the day. Yeah. Um, but I did enjoy talking uh, to that kid. And his parents were really cool, too. They were super cool. Because to let two schlubs like us talk to their kid, <laughs> like, it was, it was, it was yeah. fun. So we also met these guys who have a YouTube channel called the Pride Coaster Club. We're just sitting there talk. We're just sitting there like over by James Jude Courtney, I think. Yeah. We're just, we weren't doing anything. We're no. just kind of standing around. Yeah, I don't even know why we were. I think we we're just there, like, oh, I was, I was possibly gonna meet Anthony Michael. That's right. You were thinking about it, but then I, I, it's not that I don't want to. It's that I want to wait for my wife 
Yeah. I'm you meet him meet him together. Because she wants to meet him. Um so I'm gonna do that. Safe route. Um <laughs> but anyway, this kid starts talking to us and he's like, Hey, are you guys having a good time at the show? And not 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 child, just like this younger person younger than us. So I called him a kid. But uh we're like, yeah. And we start chatting with him and he's telling us all about how uh I don't know. It's goes to a bunch of shows and amusement parks and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and I don't we know. come to find out they got a YouTube channel. Yeah, and they're called the Pride Coaster Club, which uh, they uh, go around visiting different amusement parks and uh, like doing like POVs of different roller coasters. They've actually been to Knobles in Pennsylvania, um, but they they do like Disney and Six Flags and and all that kind of stuff. But it's also very like um, you know pro uh, yeah LGBTQ plus uh, friendly rights yeah. and stuff like that. And, and so it's called the Pride Coaster Club. And we were actually just looking at their YouTube channel before we got on. Uh, to record That's this. Super so, nice guys. Yeah, very nice guys. So if you are into that kind of like, um, just like roller coaster POV kind of stuff. Yeah, just like interested in like what kind of the rides look like, I would yeah. recommend looking them up. They do a good job. Yeah, they asked us to record a little uh, bumper for their an intro or something. So I don't know, maybe if you tune in, you maybe you'll see us. Yeah. Maybe we'll be on the cutting room floor. Yeah. I don't know. I think they might have thought we were a gay couple, David. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either, but. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, I could see it. Because they think that we're a gay couple, yeah. uh, David has coined a new name for our podcast. Yeah, with the Bear Wolves. <laughs> we are the Bear Wolves. <laughs> um, so, and then after that, we just, again, like, putzed around and uh, hemmed, and haw- hemmed and hawed about buying stuff. And yeah, ultimately... Just, just like always. <laughs> like, I'm always like, oh, there's about five different hats I'm thinking about, a few t-shirts, and then I fucking walk away I had nothing. the hat in my hand that I was going <laughs> to buy. And then I go, nah, nah. Yeah, and then we went across the street. There's a place called Third Eye. Got you, some beers. That was yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to mention, we also talked to Daniel Ro- Roebuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who we met before uh, at... I never met him. Oh, you didn't meet him? What show was that that I met him then? I don't know. Oh, I met him at Monster Palooza this past summer. Oh, okay. Uh, he was in Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. He's in the new Monsters. He plays Grandpa. He plays Grandpa, yep. Um, but really he, nice guy. Yeah. He uh, had a... a like he was doing a signing uh, there at his table, and we saw that he had like these custom action figures. Yeah, and they really, were really, really nice, fucking ones. cool, and they were for sale. And I, I almost pulled the trigger on one of them because he had a really cool Grandpa Monster one, and he had one with of his character in the Frankenstein costume from Halloween Two, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Yeah, they were both really, really cool figures. But then I realized I hate Rob Zombie's Halloween Two, <laughs> although I really like that figure. And I haven't seen You haven't Monsters. seen Monsters, so you might not like it. And they weren't cheap either. I no. mean, they're custom, so they're a yeah. little spendy. Yeah, so that's that. Anyway, yeah, we ate uh, at that Third Eye. It was good. The Third Eye PA, pretty tasty beer. I had a couple last night. I had one today. Who knows? I might have another right after we record. Not sure. They also have Diet Coke. There you go. I'm Delicious. a Diet Pepsi guy, but <laughs> Diet Coke will do in a pinch. So... Uh, that's it from Horrorhound. We both leave for the airport bright and early tomorrow at 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> an early day. But we'll get home nice and early, and tomorrow's the start of the football season. Yes, that's right. And I'll get I'll get home in time to see it. Perfect. Uh, yeah, I'll get in. You home. will too. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta fly to Charlotte. You gotta fly to Charlotte. Oh, shit. Charlotte, North Carolina. North Carolina. Oh, shit. A swearwolf <laughs> is in our presence, yo. Have you ever been in that airport? No, I they, have not. They got fucking rocking chairs. So if you got a layover, you should go hang out in one of the rocking chairs. I have chairs. literally 
30 minutes, I think, from the time. No, 25 minutes. You got to fucking run. I got to haul ass. Hopefully. Is your your seat close to the front of the plane? Yes. Good. You have to fucking sprint. I got a direct flight, bitch. All right. I don't have a direct flight here, but direct flight back. Very nice. It's hard times, David. It's hard times. I got (laughs) to save as much money as I can. So that's it. Oh, uh, Horror Hound. Uh, also gave us some uh, oh yeah because we had the VIPs we got pretty kick ass uh, tiki mugs and what t-shirt yeah I'll put a picture up yeah, on the cool socials shit. and um, that's about it so why don't we get this back to uh, David and Brett talking about some bullshit I'm yeah, sure they're on their bullshit again oh, I'm sure God, what movie idiots. are they talking about Child's, Child's Play. Play 2 Child's Play 2 yeah, have fun fuckers yeah you fucking asshole you deserve <laughs> everything you get in life <laughs> whether this movie's good or bad you deserve, deserve it. it. <laughs> Bye. All right. Well, it sounds like we had a lot of fun there. So thank you, yeah, Brett. It sounds and like David. both a hoot and a holler. And a holler. Hoot and holler. Cincinnati. Never been. I actually, I take that back. I landed at the Cincinnati airport, which I think is not technically in Cincinnati. Is it in Kentucky? I think the t- Cincinnati airport <laughs> is technically in Kentucky. So I've never been to Cincinnati until until yeah, same then until then in the past. Yeah. Because I don't even think when we drove through, because we drove out here uh, from oh, Arizona when we moved, yeah. but I don't think we drove through Cincinnati. Hmm. We may have, we may not have. Oh, this was my matter. first time in Ohio. There you go. It's a lovely place, I assume. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this week, I have picked a movie that I've been actually wanting to pick for a while, but the reason why I picked it is because uh, Scream Factory recently released... Uh, Child's Play, Child's Play 2, and Child's Play 3 on 4K HD, DVD, Blu-ray, whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. And they did it in different like bundles, right? Like you could do this bundle, this bundle, this bundle. They had one that was an exclusive NECA figure. Oh, is that like the Mac Daddy bundle? It's the Mac Daddy bundle. I don't know if it's the Mac Daddy. No, because that one had like posters. Oh, shit. And I didn't want the posters, so I went a step down. I just went to the Daddy Mac bundle. (laughs) And uh, both of them will make you jump. But <laughs> this one uh, was, uh, you get the the three movies, you get the different slip covers. Uh, maybe I did get posters. I don't fucking know. And then uh, you also get this figure. Unfortunately, you the figure hasn't yet. arrived. The figure hasn't arrived. The figure is getting shipped separately, but I got the movies. That's cool. And at first I was like, fucking, what am I going to do with these child's play movies? They'll they'll go in the collection, right? And I don't collect a lot of physical media. Yeah, me neither. I I gave that shit up. Yeah, I've decided that if I do collect physical media, it's going to be something that I really want. Yeah, same. That isn't necessarily always streaming and that I can just have. And most of the time, 99% of the movies that I have, if, if they're not like stuff for my kids, right? It's stuff that's for me and it's horror. Right. So I'm like, well, I guess I'll just keep them. And we have never reviewed Child's Play 2 or Child's Play 3. So what a perfect opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I was thinking uh, after like we talked about we were going to do this movie? I was like, for Horror Hound, we should have considered Cujo, the ultimate horror hound. Oh. But, uh, there you go. Why are you such an asshole? Why didn't you bring that up? <laughs> I didn't think about it until this morning. <laughs> as i was looking at the horror hound lineup while i was at the dog park with my horror hound gotcha oh well well Cujo will be one that we do in the future there you go maybe if we go to horror hound next year that'll be the movie <laughs> there you go 
Well, we did Child's Play 2. I can't find any relation to Horror Hound with Child's Play 2. But uh, I did watch the show um, Chucky, which is on the USA Network and I think Sci-Fi. I think they kind of both are owned by the same place and they kind of both showed it. Okay. I still haven't seen a single episode. I've heard it's good. I really liked the first season the second season is going to be released uh starting here on in october october 10th i believe uh this year 2022 is when the second season starts i loved the first season i thought they did a great job with it and and i'm one who's like chucky's corny and sometimes that pisses me off yeah and say we're not uh bearing the lead here i don't think either of us are big uh chucky guys I think we've no. mentioned that in other episodes. We find the concept of like killer dolls to be kind of but dumb. But this, this show, yeah. the Chucky show, made me rethink that. Oh, God. Now you're a big Chucky fanboy, huh? I'm a Chucky fanboy now. Oh, God. All right. You're I gonna... like Devin Sawa. Devin Sawa's in it. I like Devin Sawa. Jennifer Tilly. I like, I like her. her. She's in it. The kids that are in it are, are good. Uh, Fiona Duruff's in it, and that's Brad Duruff's daughter. daughter. Right. And she does a good job. Brad Dourif's in it as the voice of Chucky. So they're kind of acting together, if you will. Yeah, I got to check it out at some point when my wife's not around. Because that's definitely not her thing. (sighs) Yeah, well, you know what? Just put it on when she is around. Take a stand, (laughs) David. There you go. We're watching this and you're going to like it. (laughs) Well, you don't have to like it. Just let me watch it. Uh, so let's just get right into it. Child's Play 2 came out in 1990. The release date for it specifically was November 9th, 1990. David? Yes, Brett. What was the number one movie in the theater on November 9th, 1990? I think I'm going to go with this, but I feel like it's going to be one of those, if it won the box office, it probably just squeaked by. Because I don't think this was a big hit, but I'll say it did well enough to take the, the crown. Child's Play 2 was the number one movie Boom. in the theater. I didn't know. I don't know what it got for box office that first weekend, but it definitely was the number one movie when it opened up. Makes sense because this is like right uh, right after Halloween. So you got a little bit of a hangover. And Child's Play was a hit. Right. That's why they made a second one. And you got to remember that people like going to the movie theaters to see horror films. Yeah. And especially that's around thing, Halloween. Yes. That's a thing that people like to see. You know, um, kind of sidetrack we rarely have sidetracks but a sidetrack <laughs> here uh halloween kills is coming out yeah i can't wait in uh, i'm excited october I'm, I'm looking forward to it or halloween ends halloween me, ends halloween yes yes kills. yes halloween ends and uh jamie lee curtis had this whole thing that she posted a video of her talking about it saying look when halloween kills came out it was during the pandemic still kind of at the ass end of the pandemic it still exists um covid does at least so when Halloween Kills came out, we released it in the theater and on... Yeah, on Peacock. Peacock. We're going to do the same thing for Halloween Ends. So you can watch it in the theater or you can watch it at home or you can do both. Yeah, I liked that because when Halloween Kills came out, I did the I watched it on Peacock. Um, mm-hmm. But I think this one, oh, I'll, make the, I'll make the trip to the theater. The so long I trip, watched- five <laughs> minutes down the road. <laughs> Five minutes down the road. I uh, don't have a theater five minutes away from me. It's not that far away from me, but I enjoyed watching it at home. It was like, um, I think it came it came out on a Friday. So it was like the buildup all day. Yeah. You know, I didn't have a lot to do that day at work. So I put in Halloween 2018 and watched that. And I was all excited. Uh, 
for, for it to play. So this year, what I think we're going to do, uh, and the kids are down for it is that we're going to, uh, put in Halloween 2018, have that play, um, uh, actually and then do Halloween kills and just marath- marathon all three of them. Actually, the kids are going to be at school, oh. uh, on, on a Friday. So I will wait till they get out, but I'll probably watch those during the day <laughs> yeah, and have them up. on at least. And then we'll all watch it. We'll get like popcorn and snacks and candy yeah, and shit fun. like that. It will be fun. So I enjoy watching movies at home. And I'm sure uh, when that one comes family. out, we'll do like what we did with 2018 and Halloween kills. Like we'll do kind of a mini review. Yeah. And then insert it into uh, whatever whatever we're talking about that week. Yeah. Maybe we'll time it. We'll do a we'll do a maybe maybe that'll be our Halloween episode. Who knows? We'll Halloween does come out on a uh, is a Monday this year. So we will have an episode that drops on Halloween. Okay. Well, we can think about this off yeah. off mic. No, think about it right <laughs> we now. To, we gotta we gotta discuss this. We gotta make a decision right now. <laughs> we gotta have a sidebar to our sidebar. Uh, I don't know why I, why that came up. Why 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 did I go off on that tangent about movies coming out in the? I don't remember. I guess when we listen back to this, we'll be like, "Look, assholes, this is what you were talking yeah, about." Do you even listen to yourselves? And the answer is no. <laughs> uh, number one movie was Child's Play two. Uh, number one. Oh, but I, I was saying people like going to the theater, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. People like going to theater to see horror movies. That's why I went the movie and saw Nope. Well. Yes. I went and saw Nope in the theater. I'll go to the movie theater to see a horror film. Yeah, same. I was talking about Halloween ends and you were saying like, you're going to go see Halloween ends in the theater. And other movies. I'm like, man, I don't need to see. I can wait. I just yeah, saw Elvis. Let's wait till it's streaming. I saw Elvis not that long ago. I waited for it to stream. You saw Top Gun the other week. Yeah. You're like, hmm, I'll wait for it to stream like i don't need to go to the theater to see that exactly but people like horror movies okay number one song november 9th 1990 think about where you were okay go back in time Uh 1990 was a fun year like i have a lot of fond memories of being a okay kid because this is like i what just turned 10 when this movie came out yeah so I'm going to go with a song that I did not like as a kid by a group that I did not like, uh, uh-huh. but everyone liked. Um, and yeah. that's New Kids on the Block. I'm going to go step by step. Ooh, baby. Gonna, gonna get, get to, to you, girl. girl. Step one. We, we can, can have, have lots, lots of fun. Of fun. <laughs> Step two, there's so much we can do. <laughs> step three. Step three. This is where it goes high. <laughs> yep. Oh, fuck. Danny, Donnie, Joe, John, and Jordan. That's right. Man, you must have been a super fan. I was not. <laughs> I was not. But um, there was a song that came out. <laughs> you know that song, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so stupid. <laughs> uh, but there was a song that came out that was even spoofing that song. And it was called New Kids Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Uh, okay. And it was like... Uh, they hit uh, Danny, Donnie, Joe, John, and Jordan, or was it Larry, Curly, Shemp, and Mo? Oh, 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 oh. that was one of the lines. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's, that's how I always remember their names. That's funny. My wife, on the other hand, loves big fan. kids on the block. Absolutely in love. Yeah, my sister was a big fan. She loves Jordan. That was my sister's favorite. I think was also Jordan. Jordan and Donnie. Yep, Donnie was the Donnie bad was boy, the bad, right? Bad boy. Yep. Yep. He do hanging tough. Tw- was that his song? Listen up, everybody! If you want to <laughs> take a chance, just get on the floor and do, do the, the new kids, kids dance. Listen, I am not <laughs> sure you are. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, a real tough guy. 
I was not a New Kids fan, but you couldn't escape them. No, they were everywhere. They were everywhere. And I don't hate the New Kids, but I was never like... It's just like in sync. Yeah, Backstreet now like, I know like their fucking like whatever. songs. It's just cheesy pop music. I I know their songs. I didn't. I never owned a New Kids album. No. I never owned an in sync yeah, album. Ten year old David was like, fucking New Kids. <laughs> what was ten year old David listening Probably to? Whatever my parents were listening to. It's like they should they should be playing more Boston on the radio. <laughs> more Led Zeppelin. Uh, well. 10-year-old David would be happy because that was not the number one song. But 10-year-old David still might be upset because the number one song was Ice Ice Baby by (laughs) Vanilla Ice. (laughs) Uh, You know what's funny about that song? Uh, I know we'll eventually talk about Child's Play too, but uh, that's one of those songs that I pretended that I didn't like, but I secretly liked as a kid. Yeah. At school, you were like, like, oh, Vanilla Ice is stupid. He's dumb. I was always more of an MC Hammer guy. Than yeah, Vanilla Ice, too. but I secretly was like, yeah, Vanilla, Night, Vanilla Ice isn't so bad. I think MC Hammer had legs. Vanilla Ice was like one hit, and he yeah, he's kind of a flash he in the that, pan. He did another song that they released as a single. I believe it was like "Play That Funky Music, White Boy." He had a or few singles, like that. but that one album yeah. to the extreme. That was pretty much it. Yeah, you know who I was like that with? Mm. Secretly, I liked. Yeah, but I never told anybody. Was Millie Vanilli? <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> Right around this time, Billy yeah. Vanilli had a bunch of hits. Uh, Blame It on the Rain. Oh, Blame It on the Rain that was falling, falling. <laughs> I was not a fan, but uh, I remember they were pretty popular. Sure you weren't. Don't, don't, you don't have to keep it up. I was kind of indifferent, I think, on that one. <laughs> Millie Vanilli. All right. Child's Play so 2. I, uh, Child's Play 2, Ice Ice Baby. There was the song. Okay. Child's Play 2 was written by Don Mancini. He's back. He wrote, he's written everything. He yeah. continues to write. That's cool. Um, for this. Uh, directed by John Lafia. Who I think was one of the writers or co-writer of the first one, if I'm not mistaken. Possibly. Possibly. I had all that information up earlier. But yeah, whatever. I only Just roll with it. Well, yeah, you're right, David. Um, <laughs> music by Graham Ravel. Produced by David Kirshner. Stars Alex Vincent. He's back as Andy Barclay. Brad Dourif that we talked about earlier is the voice of Chucky with Ed Gale being the in-suit performer of Chucky. Ed Gale, that guy has come to a couple of conventions yeah. that we either went to or were going to go to. He was there. And I, I was think like, a couple yeah. that we went to and we were both like, yeah. meh, I'm good. Meh. <laughs> we got Christine Elise as Kyle. Now, Christina Lee's right around this time also, maybe after, a little bit after or right around this time, she was on Beverly Hills 90210. Right. She played Brandon's girlfriend. Ooh. Yeah. Love that show. Both Alex Vincent and Christina Lee's reprised their roles later on in like The Curse of Chucky or The Cult of Chucky, one of those ones, and now in the new show. So they're both in the TV show, right? Yep. That's cool. Uh, we got some other people too. Runtime of this movie was 84 minutes with a budget of $13 million. What do you think it made at the box office? Uh, 20? No, 35.8 million. Oh, well done, Chucky. Yeah. Chucky did well at the box office, and it also did well on home video. Oh, I'm sure. Hot box. Hot box. Hot box. Hot box. 
hot box for this week is uh, Child's Play 2, the cover art. What, one of the best. Oh, the art's the awesome. Child, the Child's Play series. We got Chucky on the cover with a pair of large scissors, and he's cutting the head off of a jack-in-the-box. And at the top, it says Child's Play 2. And at the bottom, they have the tagline that says, Sorry, Sorry Jack. Jack. Chucky's back. Chucky's yeah, back. I remember seeing yes. that box all the time at the video store. Yeah. It looks awesome. On the back of the box, we have the synopsis. This is what you would have read had you gone to a blockbuster Hollywood video mom and pop shop I or something did like read that. It. it says, Chucky's back. The notorious killer doll with the satanic smile comes back to life in this new chapter depicting the terrifying struggle between young Andy Barclay, Alex Vincent, and the demonic doll attempting to possess his soul. Despite being roasted to a crisp in the last in his last escapade, Chucky rises from the ashes after being reconstructed by a toy factory to dispel the negative publicity surrounding the doll. Back in one piece, Chucky tracks his prey to a foster home where the chase begins again in this fiendishly clever sequel to the enormously popular original. All right. That synopsis is exactly what happens. Yeah, in the what'd you rate movie. it? <laughs> that's the plot of the movie. Yeah, that's pretty like, they much told it. you everything. They're like, you know, all the- right, Chucky gets burnt in the last one. He gets brought back to life by the toy place. He finds There's a, a-, a fucking uh, Andy. Yep. Wants to possess him again. <laughs> you see after him he really wants his body i read the back and i was like well god damn <laughs> don't leave anything to the imagination no. here yeah they said it all you know and there's not a lot to this movie there is not pretty straightforward yeah as we go through the plot here there really is nothing to this i mean the the most i guess we could talk about is the different kills because i think what this movie has over the first movie is there's kills yeah the first movie there's yeah there's more in this one dinah manoff gets pushed out of the um the window the window and he kills he kills a couple other people but there's not a whole yeah he kills maybe a couple uh he kills like some doctor or something in the car right or i think no that's chris sarandon he like oh yeah he doesn't kill him though no yeah does he kill like his old partner he kills his old partner yeah Yeah, does he kill that voodoo lady or is that the partner's the voodoo guy i can't remember yeah the partner's the voodoo guy but anyway, there's not a lot of deaths, and when there is, we don't see a lot of it. And I think what what this movie has over that movie to kind of like put the cart before the horse here is that we see more deaths, and we actually see Chucky executing these deaths. Yeah, kind of. In the first one, we were kind of like, we just saw like two little feet, and we just saw like Ooh, <laughs> the hands. Yeah. <laughs> and then the person's reaction. <gasps> oh, don't. This movie is a universal film, which I guess I didn't realize, but I should have. Like, yeah, I didn't duh. either. When I saw the logo, I was like, oh, cool. But duh, like in this movie, it like starts. It's like they're like, it's like Frankenstein's monster. Oh, yeah. When they when they piece him back together. And then later on, we got movies like Bride of Chucky, Seed of yeah, Chucky. Yeah, it all connects back to the Universal Monsters. Yes. Yeah. What are we assholes? <laughs> we are. <laughs> David, you had never seen this movie. No. This is a first time watch. This is a first watch for you. You uh, of the Chucky movies, you've seen Child's Play one, I've and seen, now Child's Play two. And I've seen Bride of Chucky. I saw that one in the theater. Did you see the remake? No. We got a lot of Chucky movies to watch. All right. So this movie takes place two years after the first film. Did they really even say that it's been two years? They might. I'm, yeah, I'm reading this I think there's some online. exposition where they mention time has passed because Andy's in that home. 
But um, right off the bat, I like the opening titles with mm-hmm. uh, Chucky being rebuilt from like his charred yes. remains. And I thought the opening title music was cool too. So right off the bat, I was like, okay. But I was also, when they're rebuilding him, I was like, why? Okay. So they explain it. They do. But I thought the same thing. It's still stupid, but they do explain it. I, I thought the same thing because I was like, why don't they just throw it away? Yeah. But the point is, is that Andy and his mom have said, Chucky's alive. Chucky's alive. The cops even saw that Chucky was alive, but the cops have now said, mm, no. Yeah, they kind of we washed their hands of it. Like, no, no, no. We were just kidding. Mm-hmm. We didn't see anything. So Chris Sarandon ends up fucking them all over. But the mom has now gone into a cuckoo house. Yeah, because she thinks a doll is alive and killed a bunch of people. And they're like, no, you're crazy now. Yep. We're going to take your kid and away. so we're going to put your kid in a foster home. The kid is in the foster home and this, the um, board of directors, because the shareholders of this uh, good Play guys. Pals, oh, Play yeah. Pals Corporation, yeah, who makes the good guy dolls, they have been like... They've been getting bad press. Yep. And in this case, bad press is not good press. So they are like, we need to come up with something. And the idea that this douchebag has is that he's going to somehow get the evidence from this fucking murder scene, which is this burnt up Chucky doll. And they're going to rebuild it and present that to the board and say, look, it's not possessed. Yeah. And give like a demo with it and be like, no, this is just a toy. So... They do. We have this cool opening shots of like this um, montage of them scraping the charred flesh off of Chucky until he's just a skull. Yeah, like just metal. Yep. And then they put a new face on him. They put eyeballs in him. They put new uh, arms and body and clothes and hair. And he's got this whole thing. And they're getting ready to put the eyeballs in him. Yeah. Give him a big old dick. (laughs) And that's when... The, the douchebag guy that I was talking about, who was, um, who was that guy? I don't know. He's what like the CEO, name? right? Yeah. There's the CEO, but there's like his, uh, there's a little lackey, his little lackey. Yeah. And he, he played, he played, um, I recognize fish. that actor. Yeah. He played fish in Ally McBeal. If you ever watched Ally McBeal a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say, I definitely recognize his face. I was like, I know that guy from something. There was two partners uh, to the law firm in Ally McBeal, and they were the two guys. And one of them was this guy. The other guy was the guy from Ghostbusters 2. Oh, okay. The little guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, you paint everything. Yeah, I know they're But those two guys. Anyway, so he's like, hey, look what we did. We are piecing him back together, and now you'll be able to see the eyeballs uh, go in. And the guy, the CEO is like, fuck it, just do it. So the guy goes to put the eyeballs in and as he does, he like gets electrocuted. Yeah. How? (laughs) Why? Is there a power surge or? Yeah. There was some kind of power surge. But that wouldn't electrocute you. Like it would just, the power would just go out. Yeah. When it happened, I was like, what? What's going on here? And even the room like where they're putting them together has like a viewing window and everything. I'm like, what kind of factory is this? It's like Like, a hospital. Yeah. It's like a hospital. (laughs) Like we have one little room where you can view like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, to be fair, this was the R and D part department, okay, and yeah. they were the ones putting they it together. Because the, 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 the cause the guy, yeah, the guy says like we don't usually put these together by hand. These, you know, they get put you know, together factory in line, the, yeah, in the factory line. So that's why it's taking mm-hmm. so long. So uh, they get it in there, but he does get electrocuted. So much force goes through his body that he flies, <laughs> does a three sixty, and through the glass. Through the window. glass, he's fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> to which the CEO is like, you take care of this. You got to clean this. Yeah, what I don't understand is like, why not just report it? 
Like it was an accident. <laughs> like we got to cover this up. No more bad press associated with yeah, this doll, yeah. though, David. <laughs> but like, he's like, yeah, do something like dispose of this uh, this body. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, that's not my fucking job description, pal. Dude, no. This lackey gets treated like shit. He really by does. The CEO, I would have quit. Absolutely, and he even says like, "Hey, what do you want me to do uh, with the doll?" And he's like, "Why don't you stick it up your ass?" I'd be like, dude, <laughs> fuck you! I quit. <laughs> this job sucks. I would quit. I would quit, and then I'd be like, "And I'm also going to go to the press." So fuck you twice. Yeah, and exactly. You're going to be screwed because you're going to be out of a job because just because you're CEO doesn't mean you're. Yeah, you get a board of directors to report to. You're yeah, your, you're out fuck on your that. ass, buddy. Yep. See you later. Yeah, this guy's a real dick. He's just hostile, yeah. like with like no provocation, just very rotten. Unless you pay me. Yeah. <laughs> Chucky's He's alive. Not bury the lead. Yeah, it's it's alive. That brought Chucky the back. Electricity did it. Yep. <laughs> hey, every, if we can every suspend time. disbelief for Frankenstein, Frankenstein's monster. Say, dude, or, if if I've learned anything in horror movies, it's that electric uh, electricity brings things to life. Uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Six. We got all these movies that prove this, and now Chucky is or Child's Play Two is just you know it does bother me when people call it Chucky because it's not all Chucky. It's Child's Play, Child's Play, Child's Play Two, Child's Play right. Three, and then we go into the Chucky series. Chucky Two. Chucky 2 have you seen Chucky 2 no because there's no such fucking movie there's <laughs> not a movie exist. called Chucky there's not a movie called Chucky 2 get it right people yeah. there's a TV show but oh anyway. the child's play show no <laughs> god damn it <laughs> Andy is uh, 8 years old little Andy and he's been in foster care since uh, the murders happened and he thinks someday he's gonna go see his mom his mom's yeah, not she doing the well she's in it in a loony bin. So he goes and uh, these two foster parents, Phil and Joanne. The yeah, they come they come visit where he's staying. So he's at like, where is he? Almost like he's an at, orphanage kind of? Yeah, he's at a foster like home where they yeah. dole out kids. And then he's going to go to And it's run by uh, fucking Susan's mom uh, from Seinfeld. Oh, is <laughs> George's, it? George's <laughs> uh, fiance. Yeah. So yeah. saw the lady. I was like, oh. <gasps> So I'm, I apologize in advance. When she comes up later, all of my notes, I just say, I call her Susan's mom. I don't know okay. what her actual character is. Well, these foster parents, Phil and Joanne Simpson, they're also fostering a teenager named Kyle. And they're going to take Andy also. Yeah. They say he needs a change of scenery. Phil is a dick. He's an asshole. Right off the bat, Phil's an asshole. He's like, I don't know about this kid. You know, uh, you know, he's... And he saw some murders and oh, he's got some problems. Kind of and then yeah, when he brings him in the house, he's like, don't touch my porcelain statue. Yeah, my figurines. Yeah, don't touch, don't touch my figurine. What a dick. Fuck you. Who would have stuff that they would collect that they wouldn't allow kids to play with, you know? Yeah, and put it in a spot that's very accessible. <laughs> Come on, now you put that, that up would, on a shelf then. That would be me. <laughs> um, like, kids, you can play with anything in this house but my neck of figures. <laughs> But those are the toys. I don't want to <laughs> I play with them. Go play with some knives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go run around with these scissors. So Andy's there. And then he's also like, we got rule number one, no running in the house. Rule number two, don't touch don't the touch my figures. Shit. Rule number three, stay in your room. <laughs> like he's got all these rules. Like, yeah, I'm like oh, it's like, you're an asshole. Why? And you're choosing to have me here. Like I didn't, like I wasn't an accident. Yeah, I'm a I guest. Yeah. How about a little hospitality? Really? The wife's nice, yeah. though. She and wants I'm him eight. to feel at home. An eight-year-old kid's going to run around a new house, want to play. Yeah. You know? 
Dude, he's got a cool room though. His room's kick ass. Like he's got a ton of toys. So when the mom he takes does. him into the room, like this is your room, like there's like a toy chest and just full of stuff, and he's all excited. He's like, oh, yay! And, and he, he opens, opens the, the closet, closet and he's like, oh fuck! <laughs> there's a fucking yeah. good guy's good guy doll in there named Tommy. Yeah, and Tommy is. Uh, Andy's like fuck this, and yeah. they're like it's just a doll. It's just a doll. It's like the kid was traumatized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No me gusta. Let's, like, no, get that away from me. Yeah. So the dad takes it and he, uh, what's he do with it? At some point, he, he throws it down in the basement, but that's not yet. That's not now. No. But they take it and they like put it aside. And um, Andy's like, okay, well, whatever. Anyway, we meet Kyle, and she's like typical '90s teenager, right? She's kind of rebellious. Yeah. <laughs> but she got a good heart. She's got a good heart. And, um, but she's always going out on dates and working and stuff, to, and, but she's also in high school. Yeah. She's very busy in a full yeah, place. She's got a lot to do as her, as her foster parents. Wouldn't you be like, Hey, you know, like, look, we're, we're taking care of you. Like you don't have to have, yeah, you don't have to do all this stuff. Like, let's just pay attention to high school. Like maybe you want to get good grades and go to college and maybe we we'll, don't we'll, see like the other half of the story. And actually they're very dependent on her. They're like you got your, your, your cut of the rent. It's like, no, I'll have it for you on Friday. Like, you'd fucking better. They're also getting money from the state, too, if they're yeah, foster they parents. Yeah, quite scam so. going. <laughs> they're all just counting up the ducats here. <laughs> fucking Phil, is that the dad's name? <laughs> yeah. He's, he's got, got his got, fucking monocle. He's like, oh, very wealthy with, now. The, with one of those, like, accounting hats. Yeah, yeah, the little green visor. <laughs> he's, at a, he's at one of those he's got 10, a 10 key machines. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, Joanne, we're going to need to foster another kid because... Mm-hmm. Do that or I cook the books. How am I going to afford these porcelain figurines? <laughs> yeah, I got more. I just ordered on QVC. I can't stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a compulsion. I got to have the whole set. Chucky calls the foster home. Or yeah. The foster orphanage. He calls it like, from hey. uh, the uh, the lackey guy. He calls him from his car oh, yeah. phone because that guy stops to grab some vodka because his his little lady <laughs> friend calls him while he's driving home or like, driving over to her place. Yeah, he's got that kick ass car phone. Yeah, and uh, he tries to put Chucky in the trunk, but his trunk is so full of shit that he can't even get a doll in there. It's like, dude, you're he's a fucking got tons hoarder. of toys. Yeah, he's got tons of toys. Yeah, he got a problem. He works for R and D, man. He's yeah, got to bring that shit home. But yeah, he pulls over and then Chucky helps himself to the phone and calls. Uh, the foster place or whatever. And he's like, Hey, where's uh, where's Andy? And like, Oh, he doesn't live here anymore. He's like, well, this is his uncle Charles. Yeah. Tell me where he is. And they're like, okay. Yeah, sure thing. <laughs> uncle Charles. We'll just tell you. Yeah. We'll take your word for it. Well, uh, the lackey guy gets killed. He gets suffocated. Oh yeah. With like uh, a bag gets- over his head. Yeah. Because at first, uh, Chucky has a gun to his yeah, head. Car Jackson. <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, drive, drive, drive me to wherever, and he drives him there, and then he like, it's a squirt gun, and the guy's like, oh, 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 and then he suffocates him, Yep, kills him. That fucking guy, what a wuss. He's like, you can have everything. You can have my Amex. You can have anything. It's like, what? Just, I'm too weak doll. to fight a doll. Oh, don't yeah. kill me. <laughs> it's a fucking doll. <laughs> Chucky gets to the house, and he actually uh, replaces himself with the Tommy a doll. Yeah, he takes that Tommy doll and he buries it in the backyard. But not before bashing its face in with the um, porcelain figurine. Yeah. The next morning, Phil finds his porcelain figurine is broken. Andy. And he's like, he has Kyle and Andy sit down at the table. He's like, who did this? 
Who, which one of you fuckers did this? Did this? <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill you both. They both deny it. And uh, Phil's like, well, since you're both denying it, you're both grounded. Yeah, and Kyle's not happy because she's like, well, you definitely did it. And Andy's like, I didn't. Yeah. So they start becoming friends, actually, Kyle and, and yeah. Andy, because they have a day together because they're both grounded. And uh, Andy's kind of like, well, I'm going to try taking this good guy doll around because, you know, we got to give Andy some credit here. He's been traumatized by this. Yeah, good he's guy trying doll. to heal. <laughs> he's trying to heal. He has only himself really in this world. And he really wanted a good guy doll. Like that's the only thing he wanted for his birthday a couple years ago. And now he has another one, but he's like, well, I think I'm going to give it another shot. Another yeah, hopefully go. this one won't try to kill me. Yeah. You fool. <laughs> it's fucking Chucky. <laughs> Chucky fucking ties night, him up to the bed. Chucky gets right to it. That night he ties Andy to the bed and fucking yep. stuffs a sock in his mouth. And he's like, I'm going to do this voodoo shit. I'm going to take your body. Yep. He's like, Kalima. Kalima. Shakti day. Oh, shit. But, <laughs> but Kyle had snuck out. Yeah, to go see her boyfriend or whatever. And she was sneaking back in and she snuck in through Andy's room. And she was untying him. Yeah, because when she comes in, Chucky's like, ah, fuck. Like, uh, we'll put a pin in this. I'm going to come back and enter your body. Uh, Not that way. Like, my spirit. Uh, (laughs) Just to be clear, I'm not going to rape you, kid. I don't have a penis, kid. (laughs) I don't have a penis. I asked for one, but they wouldn't give me one. I might be a murderer, but I don't. I'm not a rapist. But if I was Chucky, I'd be like, fuck it. Like, uh, I'm going to. Why not just finish the. uh, Yeah. Just say we don't have a movie, but. Yeah, exactly. But he drops like fucking Toy Story kind of to the side. And uh, uh, Kyle comes in and she's like, what the hell are you doing? And she starts untying him, uh, Andy, and uh, the the parents come in, Phil and Joanne. What kind of kinky shit's going on in here? Got this kid tied to a bed? Uh, it feels like if I would have known it was this kind of party, he takes off his clothes. He's got like leather on. <laughs> yes. No, but feels like you tied him up so you could sneak out. That's fucking sick. Like he immediately jumps to that conclusion. Yeah. And she's like, no, no. And she's like, I didn't do shit. <laughs> and nobody ever thinks like, well, Kyle thinks this later, but she's like, how did you tie yourself up? Like right. that's impossible. Yeah. You can't do that. And Andy tells him, like, it was Chucky. And he's like, oh, yeah. not enough of this Chucky shit. And this is where he takes the doll and throws it down in the basement. Yep. Throws it in the basement. And uh, and and Andy's like, you got to kill him. You got to kill him. And he's like, fuck you. I'm throwing him down the basement. So Chucky somehow escapes the basement and follows Andy to school. Well, when he throws him in the basement, too, we see Chucky's nose bleed. So we're like, oh, mm-hmm. kind of like the first one. Like, he's becoming human. So he's only got so much time to get inside Andy's body or he's going to be stuck in that doll forever. And I don't like that they say, and you just said it, so I don't like you either, but (laughs) (laughs) no, they, they say he's becoming human. He's not becoming human. He's becoming the doll. Yeah. The doll is coming, becoming alive because he's still not human. He still looks like a fucking doll. Right. He's not turning. He's not Pinocchio. (laughs) He's not going to be a real boy. (laughs) No, he's never going to be a real boy. He's still going to be a doll. Yeah. He's still a doll. He just has like organs. He's like trapped in that. Yeah. Instead, he'll just be a doll that bleeds and shits and pisses yeah how oh yeah that's interesting and how is he pissing and does he eat Mm, i don't think so a lot of questions here yeah i'm thinking that we need to write don mancini (laughs) get him on the phone i have a question 
<laughs> but, uh, one question. Yeah, uh, he does. Uh, <laughs> he hitches a ride shit. to school uh, underneath uh, the school bus. He gets under there. Yeah, you see his him. two little legs just sticking yeah. out uh, under the bus, just like swinging back and forth. It's kind of funny. Uh, but they get to school, and uh, Andy immediately is getting bullied. Yeah, because there's asshole kids, and uh, he goes into the classroom, and uh, Chucky's there, and Andy turns in his work, and the teacher's going through everybody's work. And she sees Andy's paper shit? and it says, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> it's like, Andy, it's like, I didn't do that. It's like, well, She's yes, like, you sure did. you didn't. So she keeps him late. Yeah. She fucking locks him in the classroom by himself. Highly, highly illegal. Yeah. It's like, you can't do that to a kid. She takes the Chucky doll, throws it in the closet, locks it in there. She tells Andy to keep his head down and she locks the door from the outside as she goes storming off to the office to call the parents. Yeah, it's like you can't you can't do that. Chucky's screaming from the closet <laughs> to Andy. He's like, "Let me out, Andy." He says, "Let me out, you little dick. Let me the fuck <laughs> out." He's like, "I'm not going to kill anybody else. Just let me the fuck out of here." Yeah. Andy's like, "I've had enough of this." He sneaks out the window yeah, and he hightails at home. See ya. Chucky is in the closet. The teacher comes back and she hears him. So she's like, "Andy, what are you doing in that fucking closet?" So she unlocks the closet door. She's looking for him. She can't find him. She can't find him. All of a sudden, she turns around, and there's fucking Chucky. Yep, he pops out. Hits her with like a like a like one of those little pumps you use for like pumping up a basketball or something. It's got the tiny little needle, and stabs uh, her with it. It's like I wouldn't do much. It would hurt though. Oh, it would hurt, but yeah, you're not gonna die. But neither well, would she a ruler. And then he beats, would a fucking yardstick. So. Yeah, this part pissed me off because he kills her. With, with a ruler. A ruler, like bludgeons her. And this is kind of off camera. Like you were saying, we see more kills. We, we do and we don't. Like we just see kind yeah. of the stick go up and come down. Yes. But I was like, come on now. That wouldn't kill a person. A doll wouldn't come to life either. That's so. also true. <laughs> let's, let's call it what it is here, David. Uh, mm. But yes, uh, the teacher dies. Yep. Andy goes home. Yeah. And Phil, the dad, thinks he's fucking nuts. And he's like, we need to, like, return him. Like, can we get a refund? <laughs> yeah, can we get an exchange for a kid that's not insane? Uh, Andy goes into the basement to, that night, he goes into the basement to kill Chucky. To kill Chucky. And he has, like, an electric knife that used to, like, carve yeah. a turkey. He's going to kill uh, him with uh, that. Because Chucky has also found his way back home. Mm-hmm. And he's hidden back in the basement in the exact position that Phil threw him down the night before. Because Phil even shows him, like, he didn't go to your school. He's right where I left him, you dumb kid. And Andy's like, that's not, that's fucking Chucky. So Andy grabs the electric carving knife and uh, he goes down there in the middle of the night and he's chasing after Chucky and him and Chucky tussle. And then Phil comes and he's like, what the fuck are you doing down here? And he He just sees Andy holding the knife. Psycho Andy (laughs) doing the knife. And Chucky's underneath the stairs. The stairs are open from back. And Chucky trips Phil. And Phil falls and he's just kind of hanging there. And uh, Chucky said, has one has a one-liner to him. And he's like, uh, whatever. I Fuck you, Phil. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. And he lets Phil go. And Phil falls. Right on his head. breaks his fucking neck. Yeah. Oof. Like turns his head around. Yeah, he's fucking dead. <laughs> It's awesome. <laughs> it was kind of cool. And so the mom comes down and she's like, oh, Phil, Phil. And Kyle's like, I'll call 911. She's like, Phil, Phil, Phil. And um, she thinks Andy did it. Right. So Which she's makes like, sense. Like, that's what you would think. 
I guess, except for the fact that he clearly tripped and fell. It's not like Andy, like... Yeah, Andy doesn't possess superhuman strength to snap a dude's neck. No. So, um, she's like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah, take take him back. So, he's going to go back to the foster home, and uh, even Kyle's like, yeah, it's probably for the best here. Yeah, the woman from the, the place comes and picks him up, and as they're getting ready to drive away, Andy warns Kyle, he's like... Watch out for Chucky. He's still in that house, so you need to protect yourself. Yep. She's kind of like, all right, whatever. And she takes him and throws him in the garbage. Yep, and she goes out to have a cigarette on the, on the swing. swing set. And she's swinging, and as she's swinging, her feet uncover the dirt. Yeah, they're hitting like the dirt where the doll was buried. It was a very shallow where grave. Chucky had buried the doll that he had beat the shit out of with the porcelain doll. Yeah, and she's like, what the fuck? So then she goes she back to the trash up. can. And finds that he's not in it anymore. Nope. And she sees that Joanne's light is on in her room and her sewing machine is going off. And so she's like, Joanne? And she goes upstairs and she opens the door and Joanne's dead. She's been choked. Yep. And so now Kyle's like, oh, what the fuck is going on? And Chucky pops up and they have a little tussle. So she's mm -hmm. like, oh, Chucky's real. And he forces her to drive. He's like, take me to Andy. They get in the car and they start driving away and they have like a couple of different moments where she's, she's like slams on the brakes and Chucky flies through the windshield yeah. and then she's like trying to kill him, but he ultimately captures her again and has a knife to her and she goes to the orphanage and she pulls the fire alarm. Right. And so all the kids are escaping and she's standing there with Chucky and Chucky's got the knife to her back. So nobody can see that. It just looks like a, a woman holding a doll. And Andy comes down and he just kind of stares He's at like, both oh, of them. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. And, that guy wants uh, my soul, then, doesn't he? Yes. Then the <laughs> the woman from the orphanage comes down. She's like, come on, Andy, let's go. And she sees and she's like, Kyle, you pulled that fire alarm, didn't you? What the fuck are you two up to? Get in my office. So they go into the office and she grabs the doll. And of course, Chucky kills her. Yeah, it stabs right her to death. Stabs her to death. And then he has Andy like take him away. Like I think he threatens Andy and then they stow away on a newspaper truck. Yep. So then uh, Kyle's chasing in, in Kyle her chases car. after them and they go to the play pals factory. Yep. And they're in the factory and uh, the there uh, he's getting ready to do the voodoo chant. Yeah, Cause he knocks, but, uh, he knocks uh, Andy out and yeah, he's got him. He's going to do the voodoo thing again. Mm-hmm. But the voodoo chant doesn't work. Uh-oh. It's been too long. It's, it's, he's too late. So now he's Chucky's just late. pissed. He's like, well, so fuck, now he's, now he's, he's like, you. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> and he's chasing after Andy while Kyle comes in. They have this whole big fucking chase. There's even a doofy like uh, security guard who kind of gets involved in on this and gets his eyeballs poked <laughs> with the oh, yeah. fucking thing. That death was kind of fun. The, I thought the factory was kind of cool. It like, was. It was like, totally ridiculous. Yeah, it's like a maze of boxes everywhere. Like, I'm pretty sure the, like, uh, the fire marshal uh, would have something yeah. to say about this. This is not OSHA compliant. And then the way that they mold the body, it's like they mold it here and then it goes down the assembly line. And then it's like this machine does this and puts the hair in. Maybe that's how dolls are made. I doubt it. But <laughs> it's like it was really fucking cool looking. Yeah. It was really like outrageous. Yeah. And uh, uh, but anyway, there's this scene where the the eyeball machine that puts the eyeball inserting machine 
has backed up so the fucking security guard or maintenance guy or whatever he gets underneath it and he's like looking up at it i'm like oh this isn't gonna end well for this dude <laughs> so it gets it working and of course it turns on and goes it, the, he gets eyeballs inserted into eyeballs to the eyeballs, eyeballs. <laughs> it's fucking nasty but that was cool anyway they get chucky ultimately um oh they chop his hand off he gets his, his arm stuck gets, and he rips his own arm off because it's stuck yeah and then he takes the knife and he shoves the knife into the, his bloody stone. Yeah, so he's got like a blade hand yep. arm thing. And so he's chasing after them and they get him, they staple his nuts <laughs> to the fucking, uh, his fucking non-existent nuts yeah. to this platform. And he goes up to where like all these parts get molded. Yeah, they trap him in it. And when he comes out, he's just got all these like fucking arms. Yeah, and like legs, melts like, him everywhere. and fucks them all up. But little did they know that he actually escaped. Half of his body escaped, so now he's just crawling like yeah, he's his not hands. Dead. And uh, he crawls after them, and then uh, Andy like sprays Chucky with I think it was like melted plastic or hot yeah, plastic or yeah, something, hot, hot rubber. Yeah, yeah, and saves Kyle because she's about to die. That fucker yep, still isn't dead. Nope. And she's he's like, I'm gonna get you. And then they shove like a fucking air hose into his mouth. Yeah, and he, and, which he refuses to spit out. He's like, oh, I better keep this in my mouth. <laughs> they turn it up, and he just starts blowing up like a fucking balloon yep. until he pops and he explodes. <laughs> and Andy and Kyle leave the factory. The end. And he's like, where are we going? Home. He's like, where's home? He's like, Andy, I have no idea. <laughs> I fuck just off. don't know. And you go fuck I'm gonna yourself. leave you somewhere, and I gotta go. Uh, <laughs> end of movie. Right. End of movie. So you hadn't seen this movie before, nope. so I will let you go first. Okay. I was actually kind of looking forward to this one because I know, you know, even though I hadn't seen it, I know just from word of mouth that I think most people, it seems like fans of the Child's Play series, this is like one of the favorite ones, if not the favorite. So. Uh, I was eager to see it. I think I gave the first one two and a half. So I was kind of using that as my, my benchmark. Um, there were mm-hmm. things I liked better. Like I thought some of like the camera angles were cool, especially like in the factory. Uh, I thought the kills were better. You know, I commented on Alex Vincent's acting in the first one as Andy. I think he does a great job here. Um, I like the, Christ- uh, the Christina Lee's character, Kyle. I liked her. I didn't like anybody else. So I didn't like really any of the adults in the movie. And it just felt like my biggest gripes are it felt like the same movie. It was very, very mm-hmm. similar. There's not much to yeah. it. This movie, you know, we hit, we hit on this right at the start is this is all about the kills. The story doesn't really even matter because and the story is not a particularly good one. He's trying to do the yeah. same thing that he did in the first one. Um, I didn't like that some of the deaths were off camera, but I did like the creativity, like the eyeball thing was funny. So I put this one pretty close to the first one. I still think I'm going to give a slight edge to part one. So I'm between a two and a two and a half. I think I'm going to go two on this one. Okay. So I agree with most of everything that you said. And I do think that all the characters that died, with the exception of the security guard at the end, were despicable. And it's like, you're almost like, well, I'm glad that this person died. Like, now I'm rooting for Chucky. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, the teacher, she's a bitch. The parents were assholes. It's like everybody that he kills and that the lackey was a douche. Like everybody that he kills, I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like 
I don't care. This movie is off the rails. Like this is where I think child's play starts going off the rails. Not that the first one was necessarily <laughs> tied directly to the tracks, but yeah. <laughs> um, this is where it's kind of like, all right, we're just going to leave fucking logic uh, out of the world. That being said, you gave the first one two and a half. I gave the first one one. So I was curious how you're going to rate still, this one. I still stand by that, but I will say I am one of those people who have always you like this one Child's Play 2 was better than Child's Play 1, and I'm still going to stand by that. I think Child's Play 2 is a better film. I think it is a lot of, you know, the same stuff over from the first one, but the first one was just kind of boring. Mm. I think this one, like, we get stuff right away. It's got that cool opening sequence that we had talked about at the uh, beginning of the episode and all the way to the end where it's like, uh, he's dead. Nope. No, he's, he's not. Dead. Jump scare. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yep. So we got him coming back multiple times at the end there, which I think was cool. Is it a masterpiece? Fuck no. I think even the people associated with this movie understand what this movie is. Rating it uh, on on the scale that we have, I have to give it a two. Okay. Yeah, I think it's better than the first one, but it's still not that great of a movie. So I think average of a two, and and yes, two and a half is kind of our cutoff of like, ah, you should see it or you shouldn't see it. But I would still say people should see this movie, but it's still not that good. (laughs) Yeah. For a child's play movie, I think it's good. Uh, It's been a while since I've seen the other ones, but for a child's play movie, I think this one is up towards the top. And I could see why people have started at this point in the child's play uh, timeline at child's play two. Now they're starting to be like, Oh, Chucky. I like Chucky. Mm -hmm. Chucky's cool because Chucky's killing bad people. Yeah. And Chucky's the star. Chucky's the star on, you know, and, but the Alex Vincent character, the Andy Barclay uh, guy, he's the main character in the third one or not, maybe not the main character, but he's in the third one too. the character. Makes sense. Well, I would say he's the main character. I mean, aside from Chucky, like in the first mm-hmm. two. Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure he's the main character uh, hero in the, in the third one as well, but it's not Alex Vincent because uh, the third movie was released, I believe, nine months after this movie. Oh, wow. Jesus. Quick turnaround time, but it takes place eight years after. Oh, uh, the okay. The they do a one. jump. They do a jump. In the future. Eight years, and then it takes eight years, and then it's one month before the events of Bride of Chucky. Oh. In the whole timeline of things. So, But we'll cross that bridge when we come <laughs> we'll to it. We'll get there eventually. Overall rating of a two, the swearwolves say, fuck Chucky. <laughs> fucky more like fucky am i right fucky (laughs) if you have anything to add to this conversation or you want to contact us for any other reason you can how can they do it david yeah on facebook twitter the slasher app tiktok youtube to search the swearwolves uh, on Instagram, we are the Swearwolves Podcast. You can go to our website, theswearwolves.com. You can email us at contact at theswearwolves.com, or you can leave us a voicemail at 623-282-1851. So for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. And I am going to go put my soul into one of my action figures.
Um, and we talked to... Uh, fuck, is that a vacuum cleaner? Yeah, they're vacuuming outside. Yeah, whatever. 